Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Yale Admissions Office. I'm Hannah, and I'm a Yale Admissions Officer. And I'm Mark, and I'm also a Yale Admissions Officer. Today, we're going to tackle something that has been on our minds for a few months. We've been sort of working on how we want to discuss this with you all. You've probably heard about a new form of artificial intelligence called large language models. Yeah, ChatGPT is the version of this uh, generative AI that's gotten the most press, but there are several others out there. And the basic idea behind all of these tools is that they have been trained on millions of examples of written language that are out there on the internet or in academic articles and in published books. And these tools use all of that content and some statistical modeling to generate new content based on specific requests that you, the user, enter into those tools. Yeah, this has been a really hot topic in the news lately, and we know that students and teachers especially are talking about these kinds of tools a lot these days. Mm -hmm. Um, You've probably heard about how AI can create term papers that get good grades. They can write your research paper for you. They can pass your first year of college. Yeah, people are asking a lot of tough questions now about how do we assess learning outcomes with these tools? What does this mean for questions of academic integrity? What constitutes authorship? Mm. And, you know, generally these questions of whether we should welcome these tools with open arms or push back against them as dangerous plagiarism machines. Those are all super interesting and very important questions. And I know there are a lot of strong opinions out there. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling equipped to dive into all of that quite today. Agreed. Yeah. We're going to focus more on specifically the intersection of AI and the writing that we read most mm-hmm. often, the kind of writing that shows up in college applications and how these new tools may affect or not affect our work. Right. When people tend to think high stakes writing assignment, they naturally think about college essays. And so as a result, we've been getting a steady stream of questions about these generative AI tools like ChatGPT since they started making a lot of headlines in 2022 and 2023. So just a few examples of the questions that we have been frequently getting. People will ask, um, okay, how will you know whether someone used AI to write their essay or not. Mm -hmm. They will also ask, if I use AI when writing my essay, is that unethical? Uh, what if I use it just to get started or just to you know, check grammar on a few things? We also get the sort of question that asks, how will you assess a student's writing ability if their essays could be written by AI? And similarly, how will we assess a student's English language ability if AI can produce an essay in fluent English? So we understand where all of these questions are coming from, but from our experience reading tens of thousands of application essays and seeing what makes a student stand out in our process, we actually think that these questions misunderstand the role of writing in the application and they kind of mischaracterize the danger of artificial intelligence for our work. So although we are not experts on artificial intelligence, <laughs> Far large language models <laughs> at all, we are experts on writing in college application essays. And so we want to dive in and address these questions and just give you a bigger picture to consider how this all fits together. Yeah, we're going to try to convince you of the title of this episode. Artificial intelligence is the wrong question and the wrong answer when it comes to putting together your college application. Here's what we mean by that. If you're asking questions about artificial intelligence as you start approaching your college application, we think those are the wrong sorts of questions to be asking. Mm -hmm. The right sorts of questions are about you, who you are, and what you want to include in your application. Similarly, 
artificial intelligence is not going to be the answer to this bigger question of, well, how do I improve my chances of admission? Mm. There are plenty of answers to that question out there, and we're going to convince you that artificial intelligence is not one of them. Yeah. So before we dig into these claims, let's state something that we hope is obvious, but Bear is being totally explicit about. Mm -hmm. When you apply, you are going to confirm several affirmation statements before submitting your application, which include, among other things, that all the information submitted in the admissions process is the applicant's own work, factually true and honestly presented. Mm -hmm. So if you submit personal statements or other written application responses that are composed by someone who is not you or composed by ChatGPT or other text-generating software, you have violated that affirmation statement. And doing this could mean that, you know, if we find out, your offer of admission, if you are admitted, could be revoked or you could be expelled from the school. It's not worth the risk. No. And if you're curious, there are several ways that we could find out about something like this and none of these scenarios end well for the applicant. So yeah. think about this just like any other form of plagiarism or misrepresentation. You should believe us that the risk simply isn't worth it. Yeah. And it's especially easy to say that it isn't worth it in this case because we've been thinking about it. It's virtually impossible for us to imagine in a situation in which your AI-generated responses were the thing that got you into Yale, yes. right? We're pretty confident that if you are accepted to Yale, even if you used AI to help put together your application, your admissions decision probably would have hinged on other elements of your file, and the decision may have been the same if you hadn't used those tools to put together your essays. Right. And in that situation, those responses that violated the policy would only be your undoing. They yeah. would have only hurt <laughs> right. you in this process. And we, we brought this out because I actually fully expect that there will be some headlines that run in the next six months or so about someone who claims to have gotten into college X, Y, or Z mm -hmm. using AI-generated application essays. Like, this story yeah. is already written. Editors oh, sure. are, are you know waiting to run it. And what admissions officers will know when they see that is like, no, that's actually not the thing that got you into this college. Mm -hmm. You probably got into this college in spite of whatever that essay was. Correct. If you've listened to yeah. our podcast, you understand <laughs> what a whole person review process means and that there's no one component that is determinative in making an admissions decision. Okay. So maybe you're thinking, Mark and Hannah, you're so naive. Mm -hmm. AI is the future of everything. <laughs> you're about to get put out of a job and everything is going to get disrupted. Uh, time to get on board or get left behind, right? We we get it. And even if your position isn't that extreme, you're probably still thinking, you know, how are they really going to be able to tell just by reading something if it was generated by AI or not? Or I've heard stories of AI generated papers getting A's on college level assignments. So why couldn't that translate to a college application? Yeah, those are really good points. And I will say that they are at the heart of most of the questions that we've been receiving. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the questions seem more concerned about other applicants and thinking, will other people get some sort of unfair advantage ahead of them because they use AI? Mm. And then there's a worry that, you know, would I actually be foolish to not use this free resource that's going to improve my writing because it's it's trained on millions of other examples of writing out there. So mm -hmm. isn't that better than what just I would produce on my own? 
Hmm. Yeah. I mean, one analogy you could think of would be those books that are out there that have examples of college essays that worked, Mm -hmm. you know, for, for applicants who were accepted to various schools. And those books sell because of a simple idea. Let me just figure out what other people have done successfully, copy that approach, and I'll get the same outcome. If you are an avid listener to our podcast, you'll know that that logic is pretty flawed. Yes. And just seeing how other folks have approached the task of writing a college essay, it could certainly be insightful, but... Clearly, copying what someone else has done is a terrible idea. And if you just use artificial intelligence to write your essay, whether it's just as a starting point or as a total copy-paste, we also think that's a bad strategy Mm. for the simple reason that those other essay writers and that artificial intelligence aren't you. This is the point we're going to keep coming back to over and over in this episode, and it's worth sort of driving home. You are the most important resource in your college application process. Yeah. So think about asking ChatGPT to write your college essay as the same thing as copying and pasting an essay from one of those essay books into your application. Mm -hmm. Not only would it be completely unethical, obviously, but neither of those things are good strategies for getting into college. Right. Because neither of those are about you. Right. You know, because... Unlike an essay that maybe would be about the causes and the consequences of the French Revolution, a college essay has to be about you. And any essay that's not written by you, about you, is just simply not going to be as effective as one that is. I like that contrast because a plagiarized essay about the French Revolution might actually get you a better grade than one that you wrote about the French Revolution, Of course, unless you got caught, Mm -hmm. which would be awful. But we think that a plagiarized essay about you won't help your chances, and it will be just as bad if you get caught. Yeah, definitely. And a quick point of clarification here. It is not the case that ever using one of these tools, even when working on your college essay, is a flagrant violation of policy. Like, you don't need to go, you know, confess your sins Mm -hmm. if you have ever used one of these or even started your application writing process, you know, with some sort of interaction with this. We aren't going to dig into the specifics of where that line is, but let's just keep it simple. Artificial intelligence should not write your college essay, and we think it's not going to help you in the areas that most matter to making your essay stand out. And the fact that the college essay is meant to be introspective and reflective is really at the heart of our argument about why questions about using AI are the wrong sorts of questions to be asking. Think about what makes it a challenge to write a college essay. Mm -hmm. These essays aren't long. They're probably shorter than most of your assignments for school. They don't require an original thesis. They don't require extensive research. They're not on a really complicated topic that you need to work to understand. None of those things are true of a college essay. The thing that makes it challenging is that you have to reflect. Yeah. And writing about yourself is hard. Yeah. Uh, You know, most of the writing that you've done has been about other things. And it's hard to figure out what you want to write about yourself particularly in a short space, because you're not going to be able to share everything that makes you, you. Although we aren't AI experts, everything that we've read about it suggests that artificial intelligence can be really good at making those other writing tasks easier, right? Mm -hmm. They can write a lot very quickly. They can compile some evidence. They can make you sound more knowledgeable than you actually are about something that you don't know much about. Mm -hmm. But that's all because the AI has been trained on tons of writing that looks like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And sure, AI has been trained on plenty of personal reflective writing, but it hasn't been trained on you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So the first step in any successful college essay is the reflection. 
looking inward to decide what you want to say about yourself, how you want to say it, not looking outward to see what other people have said or want you to say. And okay, you might say, but these tools can make my writing stronger, right? And can't they fool you into thinking that an applicant's English language skills are stronger than they actually are? Yeah, but admissions officers know that a lot of people get a lot of help in various forms from many different sources and to varying degrees on their essays and on the rest of their application. And this was true well before we had the internet in our homes, yes. um, you know, even when essays were written in longhand. And that doesn't change two important things. We still use essays to get insights into the things we care about. And passing off work that was entirely composed by someone else or something else is unethical and won't end well for you in the process. Right. So let's back up a little bit. I think the most important thing to remember here is that we don't use college essays to gauge a student's writing ability. Right. And we're only speaking for Yale here. This might be different at other colleges. Remember, we as admissions officers, we aren't doing course placements. And we have access to lots of other pieces of information in an application that we think are actually going to give us a better indication of that student's college readiness in all kinds of areas, including writing intensive areas, right? Mm -hmm. We've got a transcript. We've got standardized testing. We've got letters of recommendation. We aren't just looking at these 600 words to say, how prepared is the student to write college essays? How smart is the student? How knowledgeable are they? We're looking for something different in an essay. Yeah, and strong, advanced, and thoughtful writing uh, can certainly be a plus in an essay, but only when it's in service of revealing something that's meaningful about the applicant, right? Mm -hmm. We have talked about this a lot in our three-part series on essays, what works, what doesn't work, and the little stuff. So as always, we're going to recommend you go back and listen to those. Mm -hmm. But what you'll remember from those episodes is that a super well-written essay that's not fundamentally about the person applying isn't going to help that student's chances. We also approach the entire application with the sense that students are the ultimate arbiters of what's included in their application, even when they have received assistance in putting together things like their essays. Hmm. This means that we don't spend a huge amount of energy trying to reverse engineer how an essay was crafted. And a super well-written essay that doesn't resonate with other substantive elements of the application isn't going to help a student much on its own. And so I want you to think about this. It's, it's not just that we might be suspicious of about something fishy, it's that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And when something doesn't contribute to the whole picture coming together, we just move on, either to other parts of the application or to other applications. Mm -hmm. And even if we think that not every single word on the page came directly from the student's mind to their keyboard, there's still definitely insights to be gleaned from what is there. Okay, and let's say this again. Yeah. This is not an open license to outsource your essay writing to an expensive consultant or to think that we don't care about who writes your essay. Submitting work that isn't your own is wrong, full mm -hmm. stop. It's wrong not, though, because it's giving you an unfair advantage. It's wrong because it's unethical, and we also want to tell you it's not going to help you, so don't do it. There's a little bit of element of trust there. Like, you have to remember that we read thousands and thousands of these essays mm -hmm. every single year, and we just have a heightened understanding of the type of writing that is really going to help students in our process. Personally, I've tried to generate that with ChatGPT and uh -huh. haven't been able to get there. I've spent a lot of time trying to write a good college essay with it and haven't been able to. So just remember that what may seem like a great college essay to you generated by one of these things might not read the same way to someone who's really an expert in this. That's right. And that's why we are approaching this as seeing it really not as something truly new and disruptive to mm. our process. We're seeing this as similar to other things that students have 
used in all kinds of different forms over the years. So just to wrap up this particular point, remember, if you're asking the question, will my essay be better if AI writes it? Or will other people's AI-generated essays beat out my essays? We still think those are the wrong questions. Successful essays begin with introspection, and only you can do that. Okay, let's move on and try to convince you now that AI-generated content is unlikely to win over admissions officers and to tip the scales in favor of otherwise undeserving applicants. Mm. And again, this isn't because we're super geniuses who can smell this stuff from a mile away. And it's not because a weak writer won't be able to maybe appear to be a stronger writer than they actually are by submitting an AI-generated essay. Yeah, it's because AI-generated content simply isn't very good at the mode of communication that works in college essays. Mm -hmm. I think the best description that I've seen of AI-generated text is, quote, slick but soulless. Mm. Uh, and I, this makes sense given how the technology works. Um, I think it also perfectly describes lots and lots of non-AI generated essays that don't work. Yeah, definitely. You and I have read thousands and thousands of human generated essays that are pretty <laughs> slick right. and soulless yep. and they don't really do much of the applicant. Yeah, and as we discussed in our episodes about what works and what doesn't work in college essays, um, the most common shortcoming in an essay isn't that it's poorly composed or, you know, the grammar isn't correct or anything like that mm -hmm. or that it's poorly organized. The most common shortcoming is that we finish the essay and we say, okay, so what? Exactly. <laughs> we say... What does all that have to do with the person who's applying this slick essay? What right. does this slick essay mean for this student and what they would bring and what they would take away? And making us think, so what? You know, it doesn't torpedo your chances, but it does mean that you missed an opportunity to speak for yourself to the admissions committee. So I kind of think of AI as like the perfect way to write a completely forgettable college essay yes. that would wildly miss the opportunity to use that space for something that could actually help you in the process. Yes, exactly. Speaking for yourself is where AI really has a hard time. Mm -hmm. In addition to all the stories about how surprisingly good AI can be at writing school assignments and newspaper stories, there have been several hilarious stories about how bad AI is mm -hmm. when people have tried to turn over their personal communication like emails or Slack messages to AI, right? Yes. And in every single one of these stories, what happens very quickly is that the people who are on the receiving end of these messages who actually know the person who's writing them, they start to get very confused. Yeah. They right. say, like, this doesn't sound like the person I know. Like, is something terribly wrong with her? Or, like, yeah. what's happening? And the person who's letting the AI speak for them also quickly becomes mortified that that AI-generated text has the wrong tone, it mischaracterizes and misunderstands interpersonal relationships, and it generally makes communicating harder, not easier. That should all be pretty intuitive, I feel like, and it's connected to something we include in all of our essay advice. A good essay conveys a student's voice, mm -hmm. which is a tricky, squishy kind of concept that is sometimes hard to capture in words, but it's really central to a good essay. Mm -hmm. If you read newspaper columnists or bloggers regularly, you can recognize their distinctive voices pretty quickly. And an AI can do a pretty slick job of reproducing someone's voice in a particular format if they've done a lot of that type of writing that they've fed into it. 
but you probably haven't written a lot of college mm-hmm. essays in your own distinctive voice to train an AI. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you if you have, just use one of those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Take out the intermediary and uh, save yourself the parlor trick of having the AI do something for you. Yeah, exactly. Just like, you know, that person receiving an email written by someone they know is using AI says, wait, what? When we read something that's in a voice that doesn't match up the rest of the application, and remember, these essays are never read in a vacuum Mm -hmm. in the application process. We meet this person through their recommendations, through the interview, through their activities. We also say, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. So to wrap this up, even if you think that AI is going to be a better composer of English language prose than you are, we hate to break it to you, but it is not going to be better than you are at speaking for you. And from our experience, we can tell you that speaking for you is much more important than whatever levels of polish are on top of your writing. I feel like we've said this many, many times before on this podcast, but remember that you are your own best resource in this application process. Admissions officers are going into every file asking, who is this person? Where are they coming from? Where do they want to go? What do they want to add? What will they take away from their college experience here? you are the best person to give us the answers to those specific questions. And keep in mind, those are very different questions from how accomplished is this person? Or even more narrowly, how skilled are they at the task of writing 600 word essays? Yeah, we've we've said before, it's a terrible idea to approach the college application process as an exercise in trying to figure out what admissions officers want to see in an application, mm-hmm. right? And it's also a terrible idea to approach the application as a series of questions with correct answers that Other people have already figured out how to game the system because that's not really how it works. That's exactly right. And I think if you start with those premises, which are all things that we've said about the admissions process for decades, you're not going to see AI as some sort of existential threat to the way that we do our work. And we hope that you'll also see that outsourcing your written responses to college application prompts is a bad idea. I want to end with a really good line that was shared at a conference that Hannah and I both attended this summer. And it it really kind of clarified for me how to think about AI-generated writing. Mm. You know, AI is always presented as sort of super futuristic but it's entirely dependent on the past, Mm -hmm. right? The entire purpose of AI is to recreate things that have already been written. If you want to create something new and original, something that actually speaks to the future, AI is the last place that you want to go. Right, exactly. And being original is something that sets an applicant apart. And being original is what sets great scholarship apart. Yeah. Universities like Yale, we strive to create new knowledge and new ideas. And if you're a student in any liberal arts college, you're going to be expected not just to summarize and synthesize old ideas and, you know, spit out book reports. You're going to be asked to generate new ones. And I will say, you know, many of the most exciting applications that we read demonstrate that a young person is ready to do that at Yale. And that's because they done something truly exciting and original and new in their application, and AI is not going to do that for you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm really excited to read the essays that you come up with Mm -hmm. this year, so get to work on those. All right. Thanks, as always, to Reed for lending us his office. Thanks to former admissions officer Andrew Brick Johnson, who composes our music. You should check him out at andrewbrickjohnson.com. If you have comments or an idea for an episode, drop us a line at yaleadmissionspodcast at gmail.com. And finally, remember that the views expressed in this podcast are ours and don't necessarily represent those of Yale University. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.